Welcome to Dexter New Blood. Who dis? Thanks for tuning in. This week we are covering the episode H is for Hero. So the first scene of H is for Hero, we have Deb... Um, laying laying out all these photos of what um, all the key players. What what's what's gonna happen when um, his when Dexter's victim's father, um, you know, goes down this path of oh my son's really alive, um, and she's like mapping out um, no this is what the dad thinks he's thinking this, and um, Dexter's like well you know. I guess maybe, you know, like she, he's going back and forth with Deb and it kind of just um, reminds me of like when they would be at crime scenes and they're trying to figure out where the splatter went. Like she's using all of these, you know, like red strings to tie them together. I thought that was really, really neat. Yeah, no, the, the idea is that she's using her police investigative skills, which I think is really neat because obviously he would have he done it. Or he would have seen it over and over again. But instead of putting it on a cork board where they have all the photos of all the key players and all the suspects and everyone they know is involved one way or another, they do use pins and red stringers, strings to connect the story. And she's doing that on the ground. I also thought from a production value, it was pretty neat to show her drawing on mark with marker on the photos mm-hmm. to tell the story that she thinks is happening. Mm-hmm. But when she goes back and says it could go another way, they played it in reverse. So she's undoing. <laughs> she's the, erasing. Yeah. The marks that she just made. Yeah. Yeah. I think visually that was really cool. And it also just a nice flashback to Dexter to the crime scene. I don't, I didn't get any crime scene vibes because even though he used red string in the crime scenes, these are strings that the police used. Like, I mean, you also see it in like always sunny in Philadelphia when, yeah, you know, people use strings to connect those things. But yeah, it it's very criminal investigation style, which is neat to take that aspect from Deb now. Mm-hmm. The idea that at one point she was his comfort, then he was she was his tormentor, and then last mm-hmm. episode she was like trying to help brainstorm. So she was like brain trust, and now she's like his personal investigator. Yeah, it's, it's almost as if Deb is now a partner in a sense. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. So in this episode, we've got the dad who is claiming that his son is alive. And we know that he's obviously dead. Dexter has already killed him, gotten rid of his body. Slam dunked his head. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm, I'm really just confused at why the dad is is lying, covering, covering up for the son, you know, um, Oh, well, he just, he's, you know, he's a crazy kid and he goes on these benders, but now he's in New York. We FaceTime like, I'm just trying to figure out what this dude's angle is or if it's because he's trying to distract from being a killer himself of that young, young girl who ran away and, and was shot in the back. Yeah. So in this episode, we're starting to see 
hints of Harrison potentially having a dark side. He's listening to the podcaster's show. He's scrolling through it and sees that there's one titled Miami that's about the Trinity killing. He begins to listen to it, scrolls down to the end, towards the end, I would assume, of the episode because it's when she says the one final murder. So, Uh, and you see him just getting physically uh, uh, angry. He's like shaking with rage. And you start to see that there might be some form of a dark side, even so much so as almost narrated by the podcaster where she says, how fucked up is that kid now after describing being sat in his, his mom's blood? So then we end up with Harrison involved in school violence. We're not sure, obviously, because we have we, we weren't sure, shown yet how it came to be, but everyone's got to see alerts that the school's on lockdown, Dexter rushes down there, and Harrison's telling his side of the story of the kid who he helped stand up for, wanting to come in and do a school shooting and ultimately turning a knife on Harrison as well, which raises some questions. Um, I, for a sec, I'm kind of just thinking, you know, is Harrison telling the truth or is he brilliant at covering up his scene? That's a, that's a, you know, a part, a part of me just really, really wants to believe him. But then I, I don't know. He's, he's part Dexter, right? So Dexter, when he comes back with Harrison at home, um, there are these moments where Harrison tries to open up about how terrified he was when he was attacked by his friend. And, you know, he's got these moments of where Dexter can really open up and start sharing with him about his past. Um, But he doesn't. He kind of just holds back, and that causes Harrison to also pull back and, you know, just shut down immediately and say, you know, fine, I'll deal with this myself. Um, Yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. And really shuts out Dexter, but it's... It's uh, it was kind of like painful to watch because you're just like, God, Dexter wants so much to be a good dad. And he just doesn't know how at this fun- at this juncture. And it's just like really, really wild to watch. I get the impression it almost comes off like uh, when a parent and the kid both smoke weed, <laughs> but they're trying to hide it from each other mm. and they don't connect well and they get angry at each other and they'll both go off in their separate directions to basically both smoke weed and relax (laughs) and when reality is if they just were Mm. open with each other about what they do they would find a common ground and go from there Mm. this feels like two potential uh common grounds that, that they're avoiding like it feels like that there's definitely a dark side to harrison and Dexter is absolutely the right person he should be talking to, and neither one of them are being open about that. And so it makes kind of a really interesting father-son conflict, but in the world of serial killing, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean, and it's, of course, about all about trust in that Dexter has every reason to not trust anybody. Um, you know, obviously he's, everyone that's been close to him has died, so... <laughs> 
big trust issues. Um, but then also, you know, Harrison, he's, he hasn't known his dad for a huge chunk of his life. Um, and he was abandoned and, uh, you know, everyone around him also died. So, um, definitely <laughs> big trust issues, uh, for both of them. Um, but I think it's, it's really interesting in that, you know, Dexter starts interrogating Harrison of like, well, you know, what side were you standing on when, when uh, you were stabbed? You know, what, what, what side did he come at you from? And, you know, Harrison's like, well, I'm being attacked now and now I'm being interrogated. Um, so he shuts off immediately, but you know, you're, you're kind of left wondering, well, like with Dexter, well, you know, is he telling the truth? Why would he lie? Right. And he goes back and forth with, um, with Deb saying, well, I don't know, something's off. Maybe he's not normal. And Deb's like, well, you know, this is how normal people are. Do you want him or, or do you not want him to be normal? You know? So it's kind of raising these questions of like, well, maybe Dexter wants him to be like, like he is in a sense. Mm. If he's overreading it, I think that Harrison reacted so defensive and like he's under attack as a mechanism to get out of the conversation, not because because he honestly didn't remember or know. I think that that mm. that Dexter's onto something, and mm. and Harrison doesn't know if it's okay mm. that he's onto something. Mm. I really enjoyed that as Dexter's starting to become very suspicious of Harrison and his story. One of the things he does is make Harrison breakfast. And this is right when he's becoming confirmed of, of what Harrison is. And he makes him the breakfast that was the breakfast in the original intro to Dexter. Mm-hmm. And then the kid eats the breakfast the same way Dexter was eating it in the intro. And Dexter even made mention of that. He even eats just like me. And it was just a really cool nod to the original series of this is Dexter's routine. This is how he goes through it. And now here's Harrison in perhaps his new routine. And Harrison even says, oh, when Dexter says, oh, you don't have to go back to school. They they don't understand if you want to stay home. And uh, Harrison says, no, no, I want to get back. I want to get back to school. I want to get back to my routine. And, And then Dexter thinks in his mind he, he internally says i i get that and then he says out loud i totally get that yeah yeah it's really cool we're starting to see a little bit more of how similar they are versus dissimilar i was a little surprised that when harrison discovered the podcast that talked about trinity and his mom uh the the murder i was very surprised that he did not um, ask Dexter. He kind of went, he went to Dexter in a roundabout way asking, Oh, have you ever been really shook up like that before? You know, almost expecting him to open up about Rita, about all of that trauma. And of course, Dexter, no, he's not going to just open that door up. Right. Cause trust issues. Um, but I thought it was really interesting that Harrison didn't come out and say, Hey, my mom was murdered. Tell me about that. Like, like he's not, it's interesting that he's not being direct with, um, with Dexter. Um, and at that point that was, uh, prior to, to, you know, obviously, um, the interrogation. So it, it was interesting that even at that time, um, you know, guard was down and he still didn't feel like he could ask Dexter about those details. 
it does bring bring to question how much does Harrison already know? How much did Hannah ever actually tell him? Mm-hmm. How much did he find out through other avenues? I don't know, but I do think that that conversation is going to come up sooner than later once Dexter starts to to pry a little bit more out of Harrison. I think we're going to find out Harrison knows a lot more than he's letting on right now. Because I think that's why he's extra frustrated when Dexter's not opening up. I think he's kind of baiting him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Here's your chance to tell me, and then it's not happening, and that's why he gets so frustrated and go, I'm going to go for a walk. You know, like, I think he knows more. Yeah, I mean, we don't know if it's just he knows about, obviously, his his mom and, um, you know, possibly the way Dexter was also a victim with his mom. Um, if that cycle repeating, if, if he's aware of that, or if he knows that, yeah, the the, the entire serial killer um, persona that he has. Yeah. So we're not sure if he knows everything, if he only knows half of that. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how Harrison um, comes comes to address all of that, though. All right. So towards the end we uh, of this episode, we discover that Harrison did, in fact, lie about the entire incident. He was the attacker. Ethan was the victim running away. And Harrison says a lot in this episode, um, you know, when he um, is standing up in front of the other kids who were supposedly on the list. And, you know, he's saying, hey, you know what? Ethan wasn't. I know he's been he's been called a monster and whatever, but he wasn't um, just a monster. You know, he was actually bullied. So he was also the victim. And so um, as all of that is being said, you see that Dexter finally finds the real weapon, a straight razor that Harrison hides in his room. And so, you know, um, you've got Deb in the background kind of crying and being like, Oh my God, that's exactly what was used on his mother. You know, he was also born in blood and so that's how it ends. And this is kind of what we were thinking. You know, is Harrison going to be like Dexter? New blood. Who this? It's Harrison, right? Another thing. Nailed it. I called it on the old man. The old man picked up uh, what was it the, the guy's father who said he saw his son, Matt, on uh, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. He picked up uh, another transient girl coming through town offered her a job waitressing and she said she was not going to be in town very long she just wanted a few bucks to leave town and all and it shows him walking her over to his cabin and starting to walk towards two doors that lead down beneath the cabin much the same as the two doors that opened up from the woman who came running out of the hotel uh so he's He's the one. I called it. Called it last episode. And my question is, what is he doing after? Because clearly the last victim he embalmed. So what is he doing with these women? Is he embalming them and then burying them? Because I'm a little confused at that. We don't know yet. We haven't seen his process. But I'm, I mean, I'm really curious as to what is going to be Dexter's next move, right? Because... Obviously, Harrison is very defensive. He's not opening up to Dexter. So what's going to happen if Dexter, you know, confronts him and says, hey, I found the actual weapon and you were bullshitting. Let's talk. So I I don't really know how he's going to connect with with Harrison at this point. 
Yeah, whatever it is, Dexter's got all the information now. He's got, he knows everything that happened. So now it's going to be really interesting in the next one to see how he opens up that conversation with Harrison. And does he teach him the code? I mean, I would imagine he would have to. And then do we get a basically Batman and Robin story of serial killers moving forward where they start doing stuff together? Dexter's worked with people in the past. Well, what's interesting, though, is that, you know, when when Dexter was going back and forth with Deb, they were trying to figure out and read the blood. And he, he told Deb, you know, why would Harrison do this? Why would he attack him? And then he he realized, you know, oh, it's to see how it felt. So Harrison's not quite at Dexter level yet, which makes it really interesting. I mean, part of me thought, oh, he's completely, uh, he's completely like, um, you know, like his mother, who um, who was just very, very sweet and innocent. We don't know that. We don't know that at all. All we know is that he showed up from the bus and walked over to Dexter. For all we know, he he ran away from from Argentina because he'd been stabbing all these motherfuckers and he was on the run. You know what I mean? He said he was deported to Miami. Mm. Why would he be deported to Miami just strictly because his mom died? Wouldn't he just enter the foster care of where he currently resided? Why would he have to be sent back to Miami? So he could have a whole history behind him and he'd just been holding it off until, until this came up because Ethan maybe met the code. It is curious to me that Dexter, we we never saw Dexter, like, fill in the, the puzzle pieces, right? So he kind of just took Harrison's word for it. So he didn't confirm, you know, did, um, did yeah, did, did he actually um, get deported for, like, other reasons? Or was it, yeah, was, was he a criminal? Dexter doesn't have the ability to... to, to investigate anymore well you can't, he doesn't even, you don't even see him google anything like he's not even searching anything yeah he doesn't seem to have a computer even in his house home <laughs> it's just a, it's a little surprising to me because of how thorough his he was in the past i feel like he he had miami metro ability to research in the past now he's in a fucking cabin yeah, now his girlfriend is a chief of police. So, so he's just going to walk in there and be like, hey, I just need to use your database real quick? No, he just knows how to break into places because that's the thing he always did. Jesus. Okay. Just no. breaking into places. Yes. Breaking into police stations. What kind of criminal do you take him for? Okay. Thank you for checking out Dexter Hootis. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, like, subscribe, uh, do all those things. And let us know if you've got some cool theories, if you think we're completely off in our theories. Um, yeah, really, really still hooked on Dexter. Um, I'm not sure, again, if uh, how people are not into this, this new Dexter show. Um, if you're a fan of original Dexter, I mean, this this story is just... You know, it's going full force and you see um, all these characters really, really evolving at a very fast pace. So I, I just think it's really cool. Super into it. Absolutely. Keep the conversation going. I'm at Ref Marsh on Twitter. Uh, Miss Producer Lady over here is at WOTR The Show. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.